I'm Jake. I'm Joe. What are we talking about? Shit, shit. Alright, um... You guys are in for a fucking adventure, I'll tell you that. Um, it's been a while since we've actually got to record. It's been a while since we've got to hang out, actually. True that, homie. Word. What? Ow, fuck. Um, sleep, sleep deprivation is the uh, title of this. <laughs> the sleep deprivation edition. <clears throat> uh, so, so how's Joseph been? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm uh, scatting down the road, yo. <laughs> <laughs> just call me Scatman Crothers. Um, but yeah. <laughs> um, you know, working, raising babies, doing my thing. Yeah. Hitting the hitting the the gym. The gym, yeah. Looking buff as fuck. Getting them getting them weights on. My mouth feels better. <laughs> I was like I was not really with it whenever I was like went to your house. Yeah, yeah. After, after, uh, because like I was really nauseous. <laughs> I was like, I'll be fine. And I got there and I had to sit down. I was like, <sighs> don't, don't vomit, don't do it. But it was, uh, and I went home and slept, and then immediately got dry socket. Like the next day, I was in pain and I had to go get it irrigated. And good times. Uh, it was pretty fucking rough for a while. Good times. It's much better now. I had a tooth pulled. That's, yeah, I mean yeah, that. that- might need uh i forgot i was going to bring it up but i was like let's just see how let's see how long i go and explain what happened what what without actually saying what happened what was the repercussions of the ailment the mystery ailment the mystery ailment um yeah so tonight we're gonna discuss a little bit about the uh marvel cinematic universe kind of the stuff we liked stuff we didn't like uh stuff coming out recapping the phases yep uh yep 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 actually had somebody come into family video today and rent it uh all the phase one stuff that we had uh, there. And uh, they're like, do you have uh, Captain America First Avenger? Like, no. I said, it was, it was rented out. I was like, no. I said, but you don't need to see that anyways. I honestly, when rewatching that, I felt that was one of the ones that was pretty solid. Especially after, right after Thor. I honestly. It was, it was the better. I do need to go back and watch it again because I haven't watched it probably honestly since it came out all the way through. Yeah. Um, I tried watching it one other time. I just couldn't get through it. Um, the start with the first movie, the one that kicks it off, obviously Iron Man. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I honestly, I don't care what you say. That movie is <laughs> that movie is damn near no, perfect. No, it's good, and it it was especially uh, on initial watching and things like that. It was it was great all the way through. Um, I know I I obviously I went and rewatched it the other day, so I mean I I enjoyed it. Um, it's just I think I was I was one the um the marvel cinematic universe at this point has a collective uh stylization it's uh shot you know certain certain way there's a certain kind of pace to a lot of them um and, and this it, one's and, different and, and this one's different in that it was them finding that that footing finding that voice finding the way to actually play these characters yep. in a believable manner and watching it in retrospect from what i've seen now Makes it a little rougher. You, you see those pacing differences. You see how that fits into a, a normal film, 
uh, stylization as opposed to the way we now look at the Marvel See, Cinematic I, Universe. And it's not bad in no I ways. long just... for those days, though. I miss Iron Man. I, I, I don't... Yeah, I, I, mean, like, I love Civil War. I am really looking forward to Infinity War, but like... I kind of miss the simplicity. No, and I, I got you on that. I mean, the oversaturation of a lot of these is kind of rough. Keeping pace with all of them is kind of rough. Uh, how everyone is a tie into the next segment instead of uh, a and filming also, of, it, like, of itself. Iron Man, you know, it's a filming of itself. You the, see a story arc becoming that person. This was also but, like a, a movie where it was like, um, yeah, besides the fact that it wasn't, re- I mean, it was at the end of the post mid credit scene, but yeah, like, yeah. Overall, it was its own movie, but also, um, it was also the, when you went to go see it in theaters, you didn't expect anything. It was Iron Man. Yeah, yeah. It was Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man. The fuck was going to go see that? What, how good could that have been? And it was such like a pleasant surprise and such a wonderful, fun movie. Yeah. That, I mean, now it's it's expected. So when you go yeah. see a movie, all only thing it can do differently is fail. Yeah. You know? And, uh. Yeah, I mean, and I, I think that, you know, that was, it's it's part of the allure of that first movie was the initial reaction to it and seeing him in that character and, you know, some of the quips and him being just a, kind of a cocky asshole, which is enjoyable to watch. Villains and funny people are the best and most entertaining people to watch on screen. Yeah. Um, and he True kind blue of, heroes are yeah, not very yeah, much fun. Yeah. Uh, Boy Scouts. Captain um, America. Yeah, but even then, he the reason why it works is in that he's rebelling a lot against what he's told yeah. to do. So they still get that. Uh, I'm not following the rules and kind of situation. But um, yeah, it was just really interesting to see him. Like as now, I've seen him in uh, Spider Man and Civil War, and how he's taken a very very serious approach to how he thinks the government should handle the superhero setup. How he should represent himself and the people around him how he takes it more serious how uh you know him training spider-man and how he was showing you know if you don't if you're nothing without the suit you don't deserve to wear it and those kind of attributes that he takes on later on um it was really weird to see him the first one with his kind of longer hair but trying to look a little younger for the original yeah. um, setup and him just being cocky and not you know, caring and not being as calculating as and and cautious as you see him become in the later um, series, like you know, flying out with the Iron Man suit and going, "Oh, we need calculations before we take flight." Eh, let's go and see how Fuck high it, I go. Let's do it. You know, um, and uh, so some of that was kind of interesting to see, um, as with Iron Man two, also. Um, you see him start to take on some of those effects with the fact of him dying um, from the palladium poisoning. Um, you see him get to be a little bit more, but he's still playing it off as being an asshole and not actually just coming up and be like, hey, Rhodey, man, I respect you. I want you to have this suit. Now I'm going to piss you off, and I'll, I've, I've set up the passwords to where when you steal my suit, it'll it'll look like you took it on your own and I didn't give it to you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's just... Um, how do you go to how do you urinate in your uh iron man suit uh like that um yeah, yeah there some is. of those things where he uh he he uh has more of that um cocky you know uh just as he where he doesn't want to be shown as serious or shown as being uh taking things to heart 
um, where you see him in the later series being very much that person. So it was kind of interesting going back to the first ones and seeing him. Yeah. Different, completely different yeah, than what he is now. Completely different person. He's got a, he, I mean. He has the, those hints of things. The Marvel Cinematic Universe ultimately seems to have been all about him. Yeah, all I mean, about he's, what he's done and his character arc. Yeah, he's been one of the main, you know, the main focus of the series. He's barely been the main carrying person of that. I mean, uh, when watching Thor, they were like, oh, when they see the big uh, destroyer thing, is, is that Stark Tech? You know, what, what is that? You know, and, he's always like, the, he's the hinge pin in the yeah, movies, really. Yeah. yeah. Um, from there, we had what we already you know, Incredible Hulk, Incredible Hulk. after Iron Man. I, I watched that again the other day, actually. I, I refrained. That was the one I, I did skip. Really? Um, and it's I, it's the issue of partially because the actor situation. actors. Um, in that I don't need Hulk backstory to enjoy Mark Ruffalo in the series to know who the Hulk is, to know the struggles of Bruce Banner. Um, and then even the Incredible Hulk with Edward Norton, it doesn't go through his backstory. It's just an event that happens to Bruce Banner already being the Hulk. Yep. Um, you know, really, if I want to do that, I'd almost have to go back to the Eric Bana um, Hulk version <laughs> to see his initial transformation and things like that and get that um, initial arc of him becoming that. But even the origin which story isn't part of, in that is different than what it is in The Incredible Yeah, Hulk. exactly. Um, but it just being a side adventure with a different actor, I went ahead and skipped it. I... It's not the worst thing ever, but I don't really enjoy Edward Norton as that character a ton. Myself. I used to. I used to be really into that char- him as the character. I mm-hmm. thought it was fantastic, but like, I watching it again just recently. Um, Edward Norton was a. He's not a bad actor. He's a good actor. No, he's definitely a solid actor. And I could see where they why they picked him. He looks yeah. one quite similar to the comic book version of him. He can act like the. I mean, he he. In all in all, he should have been. The perfect Bruce Banner. Um, they just something about him, and I don't really blame him. I blame the writing. Yeah. Uh, it was a rough one to get through. It's a rough watch. Not rough. It's I mean it's watchable, but like the CG still hadn't quite caught up. Yeah. It still looked too video game esque. And then um, and then you have the end ending battle, which is ultimately a video game yeah. ending. Yeah. Two CGI behemoths just beating the shit out of each other. I think part of it was well, and two, in seeing um, Mark Ruffalo's version, um, I think he, in his normal self, has similar physical characteristics to the way they present the Hulk. And he matches the physicality of him to a certain degree. He's kind of short, stocky. He's got yeah. kind of that wider jaw and, and yeah. shape of the head that you know Hulk has, which translates really good Whenever they... when they actually transform him. And it, it makes it look so good in that way. And I can't to where, see... like, Edward Norton's thin lankiness to turning into the Hulk, I think it's kind of Which has always been... The, which, I mean, yeah, it's... The comic it's, book was always meant to be, like, he went from a very small, lanky... Yeah, yeah. I mean, ...guy it, to this big, and gigantic, and green monster. They don't, they don't have to make those two correlate, you know, in the way they look, because, I mean, 
he's undergoing a physical transformation. You don't complain that the werewolf doesn't look like, you know, <laughs> doesn't have characteristics of but the man. It's just in seeing it later as Mark Ruffalo, it, it looks so much more fluid and so much better. Well, my, the, and see, which part of it's the CG. I mean, yeah, the, the I say, my, my, my chief, my chief complaint about that is the CG. The fact that the, it, there was no, like he didn't look like, yeah, Edward Norton. Like there was no, there you was. You couldn't no real... see any like his eyes behind the the Hulk's portrayal or yeah. anything like that. It, with Mark Ruffalo, you can see it. Yeah, you can you see. You can his... clearly see it. It's it's pretty uh, pretty fucking cool. Um, and I I see where Edward Norton in influenced the script, and there was some cool things like him, you know, practicing yoga to try to keep his, uh, you know, him working in uh, uh, was it South America, Mexico, or something yeah. at the time. And trying to get away, and, and some of that stuff's interesting, but hell, I find it almost more compelling just in the Avengers when Scarlet Widow, uh, Scarlet, Witch. Scarlet no, Scarlet Black or, Widow, Black Widow. I thought I say Scarlet Widow. It's a she's a red spider now. <laughs> it's, it's a, she's a redhead. It it caught me off guard. Um, yeah, yeah, but, that's what it was. Yeah, <clears throat> totally. But uh, when just her going and seeing him and using the fact that he's still being a, a medical professional mm-hmm. in which I mean he was never a you know a doctor a doctor of that form, but um, him him trying to still assist people as Bruce Banner trying to help and and I found that scene in Avengers more compelling than the more really, telling of the character uh, and, than the Incredible Hulk yeah uh, with Edward Norton and uh, with um, one fell swoop and and I just what was it maybe 10 minutes yeah. of not even backstory but just an introduction to the new actor playing yeah. uh bruce banner you get a better idea of who and, bruce banner is and the person that he is and why he tries so desperately to not hulk out yeah because he knows talk. that he hurts people only yeah or feels that he only hurts yeah. people and it, it actually I, I think it took tony stark and the avengers to tell him you know there was a reason you survived that it had that much gamble would have killed anybody else. You survived it for a reason. You were meant to this, help people. Have this uh, uh, gift, even though you see it as a complete you know, curse. Yeah. But uh, and to you know him saying like I've tried to kill myself. I put a gun in my mouth. He spit the bullet out. You know it shows you know his his pain his struggle way better than the whole entire film of the previous movie. I felt exactly you yeah. Again, um, you see him maybe. Was he in the movie? Maybe thirty minutes, forty minutes tops. Probably somewhere there. Yeah. Um, and you get a better idea of who he is way better than that two-hour movie. Yeah, it's where avoiding it actually, I think, lends itself to a better. Which they ultimately, I mean, other, well, no, not really, because they have General General uh, Ross. Yeah. Is Thunderbolt the Ross? He, he's the only one that made it through, I think, and well. There was talk that Liv, uh, Liv Tyler would make it make it back through, which is, I mean, cool. If they yeah. if they finally harken back to that movie, that's kind of cool. It's been enough time where people can be like, oh, yeah, he was in The Incredible Hulk. Mm-hmm. And they won't think too much of the fact that, oh, it's a different actor that played yeah. Bruce. Like, I would rather than almost, you know, pavement over that, that one. Just and sort of recast sk- skip everybody. Skip it from it, yeah. Um, I, although because... I will say that William, William Hurt, uh, he was perfect. Like, yeah, was the, he's, he, so like having him come back, I was like, all right, yeah. Even Liv Tyler, it's not. You know, I've never. I've considered, never liked her. I've never considered like a terrible. I, I would consider her good and really. Yeah, but, she's not terrible actually. I've I've never, never really, she's never taken me out of a film because of a bad acting. 
Now, yeah, yeah. which gives me perfect uh, Thor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I rewatched Thor. Um, there's several issues I had with that that movie, which. No. First of all, real quick, this is completely off subject. Okay. Well, not completely, but sort of. Uh, so when I work in a family video, you, and you know, you put up whatever movie yeah, is yeah. and watch it throughout the day. Um, so I put in. I decided to put in Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, I rewatched that again. That movie can't hold fucking any. There's no no. It's not good. It's awful. I could not. I was like, this is such a gigantic hunk of shit. Even getting to the end was just labor. Like, it hurt so bad to get through it. And then it finally gets... The big payoff is, no! And yeah. it's like, god damn it, this sucks. <laughs> I just... I was thinking about that, how, how bad that movie was. It just... It bothered me how bad it was. It was terrible. Well, Anyways. Since you segued into Star Wars universe, Jake. Now, um... <laughs> what were you talking about? Yeah, what? Wait. Hey, we segued to other subjects? That's not allowed. Um, <laughs> At least you're staying in the same realm. We're not talking about like <laughs> serial killers or religion all of a sudden. So, hey, so Norseman. <laughs> <laughs> so why Thor doesn't work is because <laughs> in Norse mythos. No, um, that's a subject we go. But uh, now uh, I heard uh, they had semi confirmed that they're working on the Obi-Wan concepts yeah, and confirmed. they're talking about Ewan McGregor and it being between uh, episodes uh, six and seven. They confirmed they're doing it. They <coughs> no, 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 sorry. Three and four. Yeah. Yeah. They sorry. confirmed they're doing it. They confirmed, uh, th- well, there's a director they're talking to and it's a di- guy who's doing Wicked. Hmm. Uh, the the movie adaptation of mm-hmm. the uh, stage play, uh, the musical, I guess. Um, but him, he he's in talks to do it. Um, they haven't said Uma McGregor's gonna be the one that they, they talk to. Um, but they have to, right? Like, I would think he's the best choice, and he wants to do it. Yeah, he, he for years he's wanted to do, it and he yeah. always wanted to do it. And he's already played that character. He's the only thing that was, he was one of the the best. Uh, he was characters. No, no, he was the best. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not one of. Well, the best. Qui Gon's not terrible, but yeah, but he's not in it. He's not as good as. Yeah, they were talking about like just the scene. Um, I was reading. It, I was talking about just the scene with him. Uh, you know, you were the chosen one. You were my brother. Anakin was like is a heartfelt and you feel it when you hear it say, and it's like one of the few like I hate you. Yeah. It's like oh fuck off that ruined the entire moment. <laughs> But uh, some good stuff there, and uh, yeah, watch him kind of hovering over Luke uh, and whatnot on Tatooine, and if he gets into any shenanigans in between, we get uh, to see we get to see you know, how he Luke. yeah Obi Wan. I haven't heard that name in years. I uh, think uh, I think that'd be pretty cool to see. Uh, I'm excited for it because uh, well, I'm, it's gonna be cool. Yeah, That's yeah. it. Be interesting. And also, they could finally get the scene they wanted in Revenge of the Sith, which was uh, bring back Qui Gon Jinn uh, as the Force Ghost. Yeah. And then they could talk. Which, yeah, because in um, you know, uh, a lot of the lore and stuff, he actually is the one who teaches Yoda and Obi Wan to be able to to become uh, Force Ghost. Force Ghost, and and you know, if you strike me down, I'll be more powerful than you could ever imagine, kind of thing. You know, he uh, is able to do that. It was a shame he wasn't able to be in it because I guess he had gotten injured before they were able to yeah. shoot the uh, the scene. Mr. Neeson. God damn it. Anyway, so Thor was sucky? 
Yeah, it was it was rough. Uh, I had several, several like um, Thor is now an interesting character, and he's he's interesting to watch. Uh, but he works best as a side character, as is Hulk, which is why Thor Ragnarok is going to be probably bitching. Yeah, because um, they're both technically side characters in that movie. Too. Yeah, um, and then you know uh, Loki is still pretty entertaining in the film uh tom hiddleston still does one of the okay. saving um, points of the movie was tom hiddleston uh, and, you know and, honestly chris Hemsworth wasn't he, he was good in the role it was just he, he's not he's not good. terrible some of the dialogue was pretty clunky and i think that was part of the issue you know it's like let's go fight aha i'm a cocky yeah showing yeah. myself well, it's, it's a very it's a, it was a very ham-fisted yeah, version where, of him being cocky it was which, like okay we get it <laughs> yeah, it was just it, it it could have been done in a slightly smoother fashion. I mean, too, you got the reference that Thor is the only one worthy to hold Mjolnir, and it's not a physical trait. Um, and I mean, it's after he he picks it back up when Odin puts that you know right. spell on it. But still, for him to be able to lift it and Captain America not to be able to, who we consider morally you know fucking top notch. Um, it it should show that to a certain extent that Thor has a lot more greatness and and even morality and mental set uh, and and selflessness than a lot of characters, and you don't really get that with him in a lot in that. Film. No, and he's and really like, how like, can he fucking live this? And and he can he can pick up Mjolnir again, and it's been like a week or so. And oh, hanging out with Earthlings for a week fucking made you change his entire better than better than Cap, in, yeah. you know that fucking week. Um, and it was not enough time to create a, a love story between Natalie Portman and him. Like they hung out one night, looking at the stars and talking. And she was and always she, to me the weakest part. Yeah, of those and that's what sucks. Is like she is a. Top, she's a pretty oh, a phenomenal good actress. actress. Like you watch V for Vendetta, she's fucking she clearly solid. It's like one. Um, the writing was not good. Yeah, and it's it like there's one scene that just it bothers me so. Much. It's like when she, he first gets his powers back, and she like it cuts to her, and she's like got this goofy little smile on her face, and it's like wow, and it just looks so fucking just hey, just, bad. Yeah, just like uh, hey, like it looks like yeah. Clearly um, shot, not, you know, like as a and, secondary shot or something. And the thing otherwise, too, is it really just does not create a good uh, villain arc in that story. You have the Jotun, uh, the, the Ice Giants originally, uh, from the Jotunheim and all that stuff happening, which is, it's Loki's the main villain in the film. Right, but it comes but, off like they're going to be... and But they, you know, it's, it's basically, you know, them being both Asgardian, them being... Uh, brothers um and then they uh you know them and and thor not wanting to harm loki the whole time it really doesn't and even loki doesn't necessarily imply that he really cares to kill thor he he wanted to leave him just in exile and be like yeah fuck you you're you're here and now i can rule and you don't have any claim to the throne until you know the uh, uh sif and the the other warriors go to save him and Heimdall kind of was like, yeah, fuck you, I'm bringing Thor back. Yeah. Does he actually have to send someone to take out Thor? And so it it really doesn't... It's like they... You know, Loki sets up his own problems and then has to deal with them back again. But it's all 
on the same side. You don't really have a, a clear, defined villain trying to just cool, come on and take destroy you. You, know? you, you first think, like, I think, uh, if memory serves, the Ice Giants felt like they were yeah, going to be the villains. Yeah, implied that the, they come in, they try to steal thing. Uh, and then Thor, Thor comes and, and fights them and, um, you know, gets in trouble from his daddy and for Odin, starting a war. And just stops the battle and, yeah, and I mean, then, you still feel like, okay, they're going to be the villains that are going to come back later. Yeah, and even then Loki like comes there and he's like, hey, you sh- uh, I'll let you get in and you can kill Odin and, uh, you know, I'll give you your guys' power back and so I can sit on the throne. And they come in there and then Loki just kills them in order to prove to his mom that he could protect um, protect Odin yeah. to keep his, you know, and so it's like, He's setting up issues that seem like they should be the villain or a main issue, and he just takes care of them. And there's really no huge event happening. I mean, if the Jotunheim came there and tried to kill him, and then he was bested, and then he had to team up with Thor and fight them, that would have been like that a, a more uh, uh, interesting villain art. Um, kind of like what they did with Dark World. Yeah, where he yeah. had, they had to team up. and Yeah, something akin to that where there was a clear and defined threat coming after uh, Thor. Um, and so it just kind of seems uh, it never hits the gas really hard uh, against him. It's it's kind of, oh, oh, maybe, nope, not him. Oh, maybe, not him. And then, oh, oh, the destroyer thing's going to be hard to beat. Thor gets his powers, destroys him in like five seconds. Yeah, it took and it no just, time. It just doesn't really seem like there's ever a major threat to his life. And then finally at the end, it's like, oh, he's going to fight Loki now. That's yeah, it. And then, and then he beats just him. beats Loki. Yeah. It was yeah. Um, kind of a waste of a movie. Yeah. And, and I mean, it kind of sets up their... Um, world and it sets up how it's scientifically advanced but we can perceive it as magic sets up loki um and it, and it does it does okay at setting up those characters but it just doesn't really um set up as a good movie it feels like an unfinished yeah movie. It, it has like a lot of plot lines left open where it doesn't just really seem like it solidifies anything let's talk about real quick too before we get to the next movie but like like not Loki, but Thor. It looked like his like his beard was like painted on. Like yeah, it looked it's, fake. It's, his hair would look fake. It was. Yeah, there was the costume was awful. Yeah, the costumes weren't uh, as as well put together as yeah. they are in later. Drastically different when you go because what we see him and the next time we see him is in Avengers. Yeah, and he looks drastically different. Yeah, he looks quite a bit different. Um, they both have similar uh, clothes that they originally had, but it's just. You know, slight Better, changes yeah. that have have adjusted it to where it made it much more uh, appealing. Appealing, yeah, uh, aesthetically, and um, yeah. And then the next one was uh, Captain America, Old Cap, and uh, and it, I there was like... nothing inherently wrong with this movie for me. Nothing was really bad about it. There was no bad performance. wasn't badly written. I was bored the entire time that's the only thing i was just bored i could every beat just felt like okay i've seen it before or whatever um which i skipped iron man too um yeah most people do i like the movie but i actually i, I absolutely understand why people don't i so. i liked it i thought it was a really good uh continuation of um how he is portrayed in the first one to where he's growing yeah in the later ones um and anton vanko vanko uh is it Anton or is that the father? Uh, it's been a while. 
Ivan. Ivan Drago. Yeah, Ivan Drago. He, uh, but he, um, what's the Mickey actor? Rourke. Mickey Rourke does a decent job playing him. He's fantastic him. in that movie. Um, he's really, uh, there's he, only one scene where it's kind of questionable. It's the scene whenever his father dies. He's like, yeah, and yeah. It's like, oh. Yeah, it's a laugh. What was uh, that? I want my bird. My bird. Uh, my bird. Um, I don't speak Russian. I'd like to have uh, Sam Rockwell. Uh, Sam was, Rockwell show back up. He was um, absolutely in the entire, just, the entire Marvel universe. And, uh, he is like my one of my favorite things. He's just a, a greasy, just unlikable, but likable, super character. charming asshole. Yeah, it's like you understand why people are off put by him throughout the whole film. Yeah. But it's funny to watch. It's I, interesting to watch. I, I hope he should because the only last time he was in was in uh, All Heal the King, the the short about uh, Trevor Slattery. Mm. Um, but he, he only makes just like a real quick appearance in it. I, I'm some, like, he needs to make another yeah, appearance. You get some reference to Hammer Tech and, and um, Luke, Cage. Luke Cage and some things like that. But yeah, it'd which be makes you think like, okay, somebody's he's either he's, he's obviously still, still in business. Yeah. yeah. Even though he should have been put in jail, I think by into Iron Man too. Yeah, um, which he was he in jail put, in that in the All Hail the King. He's in prison. Uh, is he? yeah. So it's like he's either running from behind bars or yeah. somebody else's. I can't help but think of him and go yell Magritte from a uh, fucking um, Hitchhiker's Guide. Um, oh, I don't know why. Uh, he yells it constantly throughout the movie. Um, it's the planet they're searching for. <laughs> But uh, yeah, he's interesting in that character. Um, but yeah, Sam Rockwell was great. Um, the suit overall, the movie's good. The suit changes are good. Um, I really don't have any major issues with. I have, yeah, I have. I mean, I I love the the montage of him creating the element from his dad's. Uh, Thought that was always fun. I enjoyed that. Um, yeah, and I liked the, him discover. Even though him discovering it was like the most nonsensical thing. In those movies, it was like really like that. It was the stretchy, like the reachiest part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe was yeah. him discovering the element that his dad already hidden in a model. Yeah, his dad theorized it, but didn't have the tech to actually create it. Yeah, um, which I mean, it was a clever idea, but it was like when they pull, I was like, That's, yeah. Yeah, it's you're a little, reaching a little it's bit. That, that that Deus Ex Machina. Yeah, uh, it's, it's here. Here's your lifeline to fix our problem. Um, you're poisoning yourself. but once it was because I don't, he, too is like more so i don't know that the palladium was ever an issue in the stories it was more his alcoholism yeah it was his alcoholism and i was like so i mean i don't know if they just wanted to F-way. shy away from the alcoholism and so they put the palladium poisoning to um show why he was being so self-destructive yeah um and i feel like they did that and then they just kind of threw in the new element to fix this problem to to, yeah, to write the issue but it was like if, if one there's one line he says in that movie it made me laugh makes me laugh every single time when he puts the the not vibranium it's um what's the what's the element called do you remember uh, i'm not sure ultimanium or awesome yeah. uh, uh uh oh i can't remember now fuck whatever the new we'll new do element. unobtainium Let's uh, unobtainium yeah oh, that's um, the worst but whenever it is <laughs> jesus that was terrible but he puts it in, and as soon as it starts working, it tastes like coconuts. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Like, that was very clearly, like, just a Robert Downey Jr. ad oh. lib. It tastes like coconuts. <laughs> so, having a stroke. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, um, but that, I enjoyed that movie. Yeah. I, I like it. I, but I, I do understand why people don't like it. Because it is very similar to the first one. 
But like, I love the first one, so yeah. Um, it gives a little bit of a good range from him, but yeah, or, you know where it changes up the character a little bit, it has a few more. Uh, but just, like the story, yeah, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the beats of the story are quite yeah, similar. Very to similar. It. Um, He's basically fighting an evil version of, quite literally, an evil version of himself. Yeah. And uh, but yeah, it it was solid throughout. Um, and yeah, back to Cap. Um, so you found it boring. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was boring. Yeah, I, I I don't I. I always get a lot of shit for this one. I hate Hugo Weaving. I I can see why you don't like Hugo Weaving in this part. I like Hugo Weaving. But no, I don't like I him don't, in anything. He I, does. I was saying I I can see why you don't like him at least in the, this part. I mean, I I like him in other things. He's only he's one in this. He's too hammy. Yeah, and yeah, he's playing kind of a a um. If any of the characters are you know. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna get you, GI Joe. Yeah. It would be Red Skull, though. You know, it's 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 uh, very. You know, comic, he's a, he's he's a, a comic book villain. He's a Nazi with a red skull face that's overpowered fighting Captain America. I mean, like in the, if you're gonna have a dude that's like, I'll get you. You know, is that it, it? Should be him. The character. I mean, so. I enjoy the character because the character can be interesting. But like Hugo Weaving just played it up like. One he I, didn't take it seriously. Yeah, I can um, see. You know, he he does have a hamminess about him, and the way he uh, he he goes into it, kind of um, he's. I'm trying to say like the best best way to really put that, but even in like you know the Matrix series, and even in uh, Lord of the Rings to a certain extent, he's he acts like he's narrating. He like over enunciates and kind of like. I'm in a film telling you this line. It's Look at almost me. Almost like he's above. He's try. It's like he's above uh, everybody else. He's better than everybody yeah, it's, else. It's hard to ever see him with. Uh, I guess a lot of uh, um, sympathize with his characters ever. Um, it's also I have a like a personal issue with him because I've read interviews with him when he talked about this movie, mm-hmm. and he talked about for a while like, you know. Well, it wasn't really a challenge for me. And yeah. Just really fucking uppity nonsense. I'm like, oh, yeah. fuck this dude. Gotcha. I but guess. now he was talking about just recently talking about how, oh, yeah, I could come back. Yeah, because you got nothing else going on, you fucker. <laughs> but, uh, well, and too, I mean, he might not have felt challenged. They might have given him, you know, shitty dialogue or, you know, where he didn't feel like he got. But even the dialogue wasn't bad. Like, no. it, was, it was fine. I, I was just saying, like. The it way really, that, I mean, in the context of the thing, it is might that have what been he felt? And does that explain why he did so terribly in the Matrix movies? Because be I always thought he did. Like, I thought he did pretty fucking terrible, <laughs> even in the first one. Did yeah. pretty bad, but I mean, really bad. In the I was like, those two. I'm saying, like the main three characters I've ever seen him play is a uh, immortal elf who's like one of the strongest elves, a robot simulation program in a, a fake universe. And fucking Red Skull. So, I mean, those characters don't really lend themselves to, like, a lot of emotional drama and, like, heartfelt response, you know. Um, So, I mean, I'd have to watch him in a more dramatic, actual, like, uh, I guess, weaker character. Well, I watched it. He was in in Hacksaw Ridge. Yeah. As uh, the father, uh, Andrew Garfield's father in the movie. Um I didn't just, give him. I didn't. I that's, just don't get him. I don't that's get, understandable. I don't get why people like him so much. That's I'm not. I'm not his biggest fan by no means, but I. I don't. Uh, I have any necessarily huge issues with the guy, but um, I don't know. Rewatching it, I really thought Captain America was one of the first ones that really felt like 
it, it you see the MCU as it is now, like where it felt it was fleshed out better. In in that movie, I felt I understand why a lot of people have issues with the historical drama of it, and that it being based during World War Two that they felt it's it feels dated in in some ways, and that's a lot of people were worried about with Wonder Woman. Um, it, having a Captain America feel because of that, and because some people found the uh, story arc, but, but I think there was a lot of really good stuff that really defines uh, Captain America's character, like him jumping on the bomb when Tommy uh, you know throws it out there. Oh, absolutely, and, yeah. And, and um, you know him uh, talking about you know getting beat up in every alley and and how he uh, he's never he's never went dancing and all this kind of stuff. And it, it's just got a lot of really good beats and a lot of really good lines i think from him and um i don't know i i felt like i uh, i i thought it rewatching it i felt it was really solid it as compared to a lot of the others I, I do remember it built captain america pretty well obviously yeah um you really get a feel for who who captain america is so that when you meet him in the avengers you know who he is and you understand yeah you already get a feel of how he's going to react to tony stark yeah, yeah, like yeah. tony stark um, but definitely the most one of the most compelling scenes in the show is when he's running through the streets in modern time. You know, yeah, yeah, you know, that's one of the most compelling scenes in the show. So I mean, I get where people are, uh, find the pacing of the you know set up a little bit slower and and uh, Red Skull not being very compelling and like him saving the Howling Commandos and things not really lending that- itself to a lot of what the issues are in the modern storyline where we want to get to that. The style of him of the movie too is a little, I won't say dreary, not dreary. It's not even overwashed out in color and things like that. Yeah, where they're trying to get that you know sepia old timey, which they use the blue instead of the sepia. But but yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's got it's kind of washed out and grayed. Yeah, um, it, it, it irritates me. It yeah. Really irritates me. Yeah. Um, yeah, the 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 photography. I mean. I, I get definitely what they're going with for it, but yeah, I, I can see where it's an issue for people, but yeah, just rewatching it and going from Iron Man, Thor, Iron Man 2, which Iron Man 2 definitely I felt was more solid than Iron Man in rewatching it. Just And it might be because I've watched Iron Man quite a few times, um, but I think it's just with how I've seen the character now, the first Iron Man doesn't feel as much like Tony Stark to me as it did when I first watched it. Um, and then, yeah, watching uh, <laughs> Cap, I thought Cap and Iron Man 2 was probably the most solid two up to the Avengers. Which You, sir, are yeah. have unpopular opinions. Usually, yeah. Particularly with Iron Man 2. Uh, yeah, Cap, I, 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 mean, I, like... I love Iron Man. I think it's good, but yeah, I mean, I thought Iron Man two. I think the, the pacing, the stylization was getting more fleshed out to where it's more similar to what it is now. Um, I think the one, the first one, it just when rewatching it, it felt like it was they were just still trying to figure things out to where it. There's some things that I noticed that just seem off compared to the rest of it as a collection of. Yeah, collective whole, the way the styles, it seems like an outlier because of them trying to figure shit out still. Right. In that first movie. I, and, I mean, I always felt like I was in the minority when it came to Captain America because most people I talked to quite enjoyed the movie. Yeah. I was the only one I've ever really talked to where I, I just outright didn't like it. Yeah. Um, but With, from there, what, what was the next one? Was it Avengers? Avengers is the last of that uh, 
phase one. Yeah. Um, and I've gone back and watched Avengers several times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's really good. It's a really good movie. It's a good introduction to, like, a proper introduction to the universe. Yeah. Um, we understand now the rules. We understand the characters who inhabit it. Um, and it seems like such a better setup than the way the DC universe is doing it by doing the tag, the team movie, and then doing the individual movies afterwards. Seems like such a dumb idea because then you got to try to introduce each character within the main film, which lends yourself to not having any yeah. care or really a we got, feeling. For we were else. able to get to right to a story. They're gonna recreate Suicide Squad. You're not gonna care for any of those characters because they have no time. You have half the movie's gonna be setting up the characters, and then it, the ending's gonna feel rushed. Yeah, and yeah. it's it's. I feel they're gonna have the same issue they did with that. And MCU, you know, they they let you care about each individual character. You see some of the struggles they go through first, and then when you meet up, they can go right into how these characters act and what they're they stand for, and you you understand it. You're yeah. you know right along with it. And, uh, yeah, I think DCU is kind of going to flop again because of that issue. But uh, I'm th- giving them a chance. But Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll watch it, but I, I feel but the fact that's that, what's going to happen, though. The fact that Marvel let us get to know these characters before we, were, we got, you know, got to the Avengers made the Avengers that much better just because they didn't have to waste a whole lot of yeah. time introducing new people. Yeah. I mean, we the only person they really had to reintroduce was Hulk. Yeah. Hulk, and they uh, did a solid job. Did it, it was in the first ten um, minutes. Just like was, uh, if you get to uh, Avengers two, you know, they introduced Black Panther in that episode or in that that it's episode basically uh, movie, um, and that's one of the only main superhero characters they introduce in that film. So they're able to use one person they introduce and it allows it to set up and you get enough time to see his father. You see his, him talk, you get to see his land at the end of the movie. You know, you get to see uh, claw in the film. I mean, it's, it allows itself to set up one character, but when you do, you know, six people, you can't do that. (laughs) Yeah. It's, uh, so yeah, I, I, I quite enjoyed the Avengers. I mean, yeah. I don't know anybody who really didn't. Yeah, I, I like. Uh, I, I don't. I don't know anything too huge that really is off-putting. Off-putting. The only thing and most people poke fun at it was the Loki pokey stick, which was like he controlled their mind by touching their heart. Yeah. Um, but it was a mind stone in the. Yeah, mind setting thing. I I don't know that he necessarily had to touch their heart in order to do it. Well, he did because he, whenever he tried, he didn't move on from. But yeah, well, and I mean, I don't know that he had to necessarily touch the heart though. I mean, that's where he pokes, and then he goes to poke Iron Man, and he hits metal, and I think he was just like, "What? What's? Why isn't that working? Oh wait, there's metal there. Oh, it's already too late." (laughs) I think was what I got a gleam from, I guess. But I mean, I would assume he could, you know touch a finger i mean <laughs> do the same but yeah but i mean it's he, he had a chance to do because yeah. the next thing he did was he grabbed tony by the throat yeah and held him up he could have yeah, tapped him on the head point. or anywhere else and yeah, i mean he is a he is a uh, ice giant slash asgardian yeah can fucking knock him out um but but uh, for, yeah, yeah. In, the, in the i'm always angry that's my secret oh uh, that kinda, part was what 
I don't know. Why the I don't, fuck is it off put? I don't know. It's just like it's like okay, so your rage has no. It, to me, it felt like it, it was implying that his rage has no effect on his transformation at that. But point. it does. It's not what he was saying at all. He was saying it, it wasn't it literally that he was always angry. It's that he controls it now. He can be Better angry when he needs to be angry. Yeah. And that's what it was. Now he I, can I still suppose. lose control whenever like whenever he fell through. Give and... in to his anger, but his anger is there. Yeah. But I don't know, it was just it seemed like kind of a corny line, like that's my secret. I'm always angry. I don't it know. It was just a seemed like a badass kind of corny line in that movie. That, I don't know. It seemed kinda of corny to me. That made the entire movie. That for what, me what that made was... me movie uh, me for for Hulk was a uh, puny god. That was the best part of that it. That was pretty good. But yeah, I don't know. It just seemed kind of uh, like a corny line. You are in the minority on that one, sir. That was that I that that was the most incredible part of that movie. <laughs> if that hadn't been the movie, the movie still would have been awesome, but it would have been less awesome. Him catching that uh, big creature was good afterwards. But yeah, I don't know. I, and I loved him riding on that thing with Thor, and he knocks Thor off. Just yeah, just fuck that guy. Yes. You got a lot of really good character building with the Hulk too, yeah, which yeah. was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, who, who, where, what was the next movie after that? Iron Man 3, I believe. Oh. <laughs> I think it is. Pretty sure it is. Because it's right after, because it's him dealing with uh, having gone through the void and blowing up everything. I enjoy Iron Man 3. Yeah, you I do. know. I know. I, a lot of people have a lot of issues with it. I, I, don't, I mean, I think the, the character of, uh, you know, the how they play off the villain um isn't the best way. I mean, they're they're mixing two kind of main stories there. They're mixing the uh, uh, extremis, and the extremis uh, line with the uh, um, what's his name? Ten, the Ten Ring, uh, yeah, yeah, Mandarin, Mandarin. Which we've seen that in a couple things, like them kind of merging two villains because it's an amalgamation, yeah, of, of the two and. I understand why they didn't want to do the Mandarin in the classic sense. Um, one, it introduces the magic, and it's also kind of... It was originally a... They already know. introduced the magic. In, in, in the in the entire Marvel Cinematic Universe. So what was the difference if they introduced it into... How did they introduce magic in the same way? Where? Well, I mean, Thor. I mean, the idea well, that there's the, God... I yeah. know it's advanced science. But because it, they, they talk constantly about, in Doctor Strange, uh, when introducing him, they were really worried about introducing magic in that sense. Um, right. Using and how how they would be able to... Which is how Mandarin it, uses... Like they did with Thor. Instead of it being magic, it's, well, it's advanced I guess science. Within, why weren't the rings just advanced science? Within the uh, uh, storyline, Thor's setup is... Uh, advanced science to a certain they're they're a whole uh but the, as i'm saying they could have done the same thing though but it's with, still changing the character i mean i i think no i, I think a lot of people changing the character i think people felt uh, i think with them they were worried more so that saying something was advanced science that would per- be perceived as magic was more realistic take on it and they were worried to introduce you know poof you're a frog magic you know, I, was, um, and I don't think that that wasn't the chief. That wasn't the problem people had though. Was the well, no, ten no. rings, the literal no, ten I, rings? I was just saying that was part of why I think one of the reasons why they changed Mandarin's character was that, and also because it was originally part of kind of the anti-Asian. Uh, well, okay, again, that's not, that's not the problem people had. They didn't have a problem. They people accepted Ben Kingsley as 
uh, as the Mandarin. Oh, Mandarin. They, no, as the Mandarin. That's what people accepted. Yeah. They accepted him as the Mandarin. They accepted the Ten Rings as a terrorist organization yeah. instead of actual literal Ten Rings. Um, but they also, they um, accepted not necessarily that he had to be um, Asian. Yeah. Because that's not, he wasn't kidnapped by Asians. Yeah, he was yeah. kidnapped by Middle Eastern. It's modernizing it to right. our so current threat. That was fine. The problem world. came whenever they made him an actor playing a role. And uh, it took, and it made the character yeah. of the Mandarin a joke. Yeah. But I, and yeah, I mean, I think, well, I was saying why they, they were changing it was because, you know, they wanted it to be modernized with uh, a Middle Eastern terrorist and all that kind of stuff. And I liked how they really played that off and that worked. The actor thing, yeah, it's not, um, it's not great, but it also was interesting, I thought, in that if they're going to merge that extremist storyline with it, I mean, it's not the best way to go about it. And I, I would have probably enjoyed... The Mandarin could have just been funding the extremist uh, development. Yeah. It could have worked too, but, I mean, you also... Why did it have to be? It made no sense. Well, I wasn't saying it was the... Again, it's not the best way they could have went about it. But I think... They it's were, not even a good way to go about it. I think it. they were trying to figure out a way to make, put the extremists in there and also have a villain that was physically... Um, a threat to uh, Iron Man without necessarily having again, Mandarin. Another... They could have given Mandarin, you know, the extremists and use him to fight Iron Man. And that's again, that's another um, problem I have with with that uh, is that yeah, I understand the idea they need oh they need somebody who can physically take on Iron Man. Why can't it be a more of a mental thing and then he has his soldiers go after him? Yeah, I mean, and that could be. Insane, but more... because you need a because at some point you can't keep having a dark version of Iron Man yeah. facing off against Iron I mean, Man. It has to eventually that's be what a I mental I don't game. I think they had to do it that way, but I think that's what they were going for. Was and trying Alder, to figure out. I mean, and then just all the like I am the Mandarin. It's like yeah. fuck off! No, you're not. Well, and I thought it was implied that he was funding the Ten Rings. He was the head of the Ten Rings. No. Uh, I'm pretty not. positive it's not because the way I took it was that he's funding the Ten Rings. He's funding. Uh, he was funding Mandarin, the the actor, to portray this terrorist organization. But the Ten Rings were real. They weren't. Fun. He wasn't. Fun. They were real. He created a f supposedly. Now they've retconned it in the All Hail the King. Um, that was a see. That's again. That's more proof they realized they had fucked up because uh, the Ten Rings came and kidnapped Trevor because the real Mandarin wanted to talk to him. So now in the universe there is a real Mandarin. Yeah, yeah. But um that was kind of the uh I never took it that he was funding the Ten Rings. I took it as he used the Ten Rings as name a as a way to get to get introduce the Mandarin. But. Now and that creates a problem in itself is like how did he get so far with this dude portraying the Mandarin, where he was an actual yeah. national threat. Yeah. And the real Ten Rings didn't step up and be like, uh, nope. They didn't get U.S. cable. No. Um, yeah, maybe. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> no. no, I I think, uh, which, yeah, there's definitely some issues with the 
the villains the twist the quote yeah yeah twist. the twist and i i'm i definitely am not trying to uh, uh back that one up because it's not really the best i don't like aldridge killian as really as a villain no he was I, a I liked, in the comedy i love i love ben either. kingsley as a character and the way he portrayed himself I, and that's both the as the actor and as i was gonna say ben that, kingsley's wonderful that kills me too is that like i loved he was a perfect mandarin he was a perfect Trevor Slattery. He was yeah, really fucking yeah. funny, and, but it was just like um, that's not the Mandarin. Yeah, though. I, know, I know, and and two, it might be uh, um, the real Mandarin since he is a character now that he was working through uh, Aldrich Killian and having him have a fake Mandarin, and then him saying, "I'm the Mandarin," so they leave it be and no. don't search i was like uh, we i could we could try to find a way around but it. that wasn't uh, but and, and you shouldn't have to you shouldn't have to which is you the shouldn't problem. have to yeah yeah um, but they the when the, all hail the king basically what it comes out to is that the real mandarin was pissed off uh <laughs> was uh pissed off because uh <laughs> Sorry, we're playing. We have this uh, this uh, Marilyn Manson flag on the table, and so I'm sitting here making him talk, <laughs> and Joe's looking at him. Um, but uh, oh, Twiggy. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so what it comes down to is that the real Mandarin's pissed off because they fouled his name. Uh, with this nonsense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he wants to talk to Trevor Slattery. Okay. Uh, to find out. That's what the thing is. So yeah, basically yeah. what they're saying is Aldrich Killian, Trevor Slattery had nothing to do with the real Mandarin. Yeah. They used right. legend. So, oh, yeah, yeah. They're saying legend or they're, yeah, using. They retconned the entire thing. Them, they, him basically going like, no, I'm, I'm the leader of this group. I'm, I'm the Mandarin when he had no real claim to that title and there was no relationship to the mandarin yeah. he was just using that title because he was thinking he could use the the legend of that character um yeah i was saying you could probably work a way around and try to make a cohesive story there but you shouldn't have to in a film no you shouldn't have to but, go back through but and... the, the thing that i really enjoyed with it isn't necessarily so much the uh the villain because i didn't care for all the fucking the suits and the big cgi kind of spectacle there at the end with uh, Pepper with the extremists. I hated like that. that. That pissed me off, too. That was probably the worst part to Pepper me. was the hero of yeah. the movie. That was probably... The, well, the, the all the suits, which the suits were interesting to see. But they were useless. I, I said it was interesting to see. It's a visual spectacle, but I didn't care for it. Um, and that was probably my weakest point in the film was necessarily that. And maybe a couple... The two guys that come after him with the extremists... They weren't super interesting either, um, where I would have liked to have seen more of like their story as to why they were working for him, why they had issues, why they were, right. you know, um, and that'd be fleshed out. But the thing that I really enjoy about that movie is uh, Tony Stark's character are changing because of him going through that void and it really fucking yeah, with him. Yeah, that was always interesting. And him having issues with kind of a PTSD type problem. Um, Although I him, do, I still think that it was overacted a bit yeah, maybe and and it might have been overacted in my i know i've um, never still, flown a nuke into space so i don't yeah, know what that how, would do how stressful you. that would yeah uh fuck with you but it did come off very well and two i mean he's been doing it for a few years now and it might just kind of 
all collectively be catching up with yeah. him, what he's been doing this whole I time. Was, I was when okay. I was okay. I could kind of poo-poo that away. Yeah. It didn't really, that and, didn't affect and me. And I kind of enjoyed him with the younger kid fucking with him a lot. I thought that was kind of cool. Him crashing his suit and having to try to repair it and carrying it through. Um, there was just some interesting parts there that I, I really liked uh, Tony Stark's kind of arc of where you see him like dealing with the fact that he's compulsively building suits because he's scared of every single possible outcome that might pop up where he feels he needs one and he feels so tied to the suit that he's scared to not have it with him or at the ready at any time to the point where he even created it so that way it's um, attached to his own mind yeah and that he can do a hand gesture and it can show up there and be on him immediately and uh just you see him start to turn into what we see him in um you know avengers 2 why he creates ultron why he civil war civil war happens and i think a lot of that's present in iron man 3 in his character development of him just you know going like shit you know we we have these issues these things might keep coming up and we're not prepared there's there's uh, enemies from outer space coming after us we're not i'm not prepared i i could lose everything we could all lose everything but ultimately kind of but yeah i mean the story uh is not done the best and it's it's not um the character arc is uh, of everyone else is kind of but it's uh, also ultimately this movie means nothing in the long run of in the long run of everything doesn't mean anything other no, than in other than subtle character moments yeah of uh, Tony Stark the 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 other because he blows up all the Iron Man suits but then he's Iron Man in the next film uh yeah. it's and then there's no mention about oh remember that time whenever Pepper almost died and then she became a superhero for a fucking hot minute and destroyed a, a dude killed a dude ripped him apart yeah. and. Well, no, you don't remember that? I don't know if... Does the extremis wear off after a time period? No, that's another problem I had. They just surgically removed it. Mm. No, like... It, it, fucking... It, it was so stupid. Yeah. It was just like they were there, in such a rush to end yeah, the movie. Yeah. And they were like... And then I had the shrapnel removed from, you know, my yeah, chest. Like, which you've... You know, you said you couldn't. <laughs> that was the point of the thing in your chest, man. Yeah. Like, Which, I mean... I guess it could imply that it was possible, but it was so risky because he could die. And then he ended up just doing it because he didn't want to have that threat of death anymore because of, you know, his... Recent, so he risked recent... his life to remove it instead of keeping the thing in the chest that was keeping him alive? Yeah, because if that powers down or gets taken like it has in previous yeah, times... Yeah, but it's, he... if you stop being Iron Man, then that shit stops altogether. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's yeah. a it's a weak sauce uh, thing. Yeah, but it's, then he'd have to stop being Iron Man, which he seems to think he can That was my problem too. The movie ended was like it's like I'm not gonna be Iron Man anymore. And the next movie's Iron Man, so it's yeah, like yeah. all right. Then I guess the third one meant fucking nothing. Yeah, yeah. and I and I get that. And like I said, there's there's definitely issue. I just I liked uh, so. I guess it was just I think too because it was so different from the other two because the two do kind of repeat the story arc that the third one was fresh in some takes even though it was not as good it, <laughs> it had some difference to it that i thought was appealing um but what's the next one after that um was it dark world hmm? once you pull up the old internet machine I'm, I'm pulling up the old internet machine and uh See what's going on there. Probably talk about the next one that might end this one because we're at an hour. 
Giblets. Giblets. Holy giblets. I don't know what the fuck that means. <laughs> you don't need to know. Holy giblets, baby. Um, but we can go into the other ones without having... Thor of the Dark World. Uh, what is the Thor of the Dark World the next one? I'm not sure, but we can go in just to that one. Yeah, I guess we can. Thor uh, of the Dark World, um, it was fine. Kind of forgettable. It yeah, was like... Um, I, I have a hard time bringing up exactly how the villains are completely defeated and how things are done exactly. I like legitimately um, don't remember. I remember that there was a place where they threw a Coke can and it went into another dimension. Uh, that I mean, that was like, I mean, it went it yeah, went to another was, world. Well, it was it was bringing in the aether, the uh, right, the other, and it was. Uh, I remember that part, but like, how did I don't remember how when I I don't remember the uh, villain's name at all. I know he's an elf, dark elf. He's dark elf um, from Svartalheim. If you need to know that, I don't. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, Damn, Joe. Um, yeah, Thor and uh, Rene Rene Russo dies in it. Yeah, which is good to know. Always. Yeah, uh, I the movie was just forgettable. Um, I don't. I, I literally I, don't remember anything about the it. The thing that really sticks out in my mind is um, Alexander Skarsgård was crazy. Yeah, the, the thing that really sticks out in my mind is uh, Loki in the prison cell after his mother dies. Yeah, yeah. That that, that was a really really good scene. Yeah, that was. That's I just, do remember that distinctly. That was um, a really really good scene. Um, and and just the. Uh, the buddy flick that it became with Thor and Loki Which together. Which was where it got better. Like, and, that's um, what made it yeah, a better and, movie. And the warriors kind of fighting off people because uh, the uh, berserker-esque creatures that were coming in with the bombs strapped to them and mm. fighting them. And uh, Loki and Thor take off to go uh, um, fight the uh, dark elves there. And he thinks um, that... He thinks... Loki died, but then Loki somehow takes the place of Odin. Yeah, because he's a uh, illusion maker and right. But it's like, yeah, he uh, apparently portrayed himself as dying in front of Thor, and Thor just was like, "Oh shit, yeah, he's actually dead." And then there's also, but there's also kind of a weird part of that movie where it's like he he as Odin he offers Thor the throne, Mm -hmm. which was a huge risk. Because what if Thor was like, sure. Yeah, I think he had come to know enough to know that he wasn't going right, to try but to take it. I mean, still, there's always like yeah, he could have been like yeah, give it to me. Yeah, but it's, and also like then what happened? The, then he silver tongues his way out of him, be like, if you're willing to uh, push me aside to take it, then you aren't worthy. And well, not even, him off, you know? not even just that, but, but like I mean, after that movie, I mean, because now Loki is. Odin, in this sense, well, and well, to, no, I guess we haven't seen and, that follow-up have we yet? Thor Ragnarok, they imply that Odin is going to be lost in New York because they go to Doctor Strange. He's one of those. Him. He's one of those doomed doomsday yeah, uh, yeah. people. End is nigh. nigh uh, sort of people. When there's a picture of him online, yeah. uh, from behind the scenes. I I actually hope it's in the movie, but it's like it's him all with like a crazy beard yeah. and which. Uh, yeah, like an I, iPad, uh, like a proper iPad. Yeah, I love uh, fucking um, Anthony Hopkins. Anthony Hopkins. I I was really oh oddly off put by him being Odin. I mean, I love Anthony Hopkins, but I was kind of like, let's hear your reasoning. For no, this. no, no, no. I wasn't gonna throw in mythos. It was just, um, I just felt it was kind of an odd choice, and it's too. I guess it might be partially part of my uh, idealized what Odin looked like. Like even um. In American Gods, uh, I feel like um, Ian McShane is a 
more, more well i know I, I would think he's a more reasonable choice although he should have a beard but a reasonable choice like i just think all gods should have beards just, just yeah that's that's rule number one which you see a I true like. form situation later on where he's got kind of grizzled white hair and beard but um i don't know i just i think he's more of a uh, I just got covered more of a. I mean, Anthony Hopkins has a kind of a grizzled feature, and he's got a, a good voice and things, where he's not terrible. I, I think it's just the 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 uh, Marvel version of uh, Odin is just so sweet. <laughs> he's like a sweet, kind mentor, you know, all father type character, which is just he was actually kind of harsh though in the comics. Yeah, I don't know, but just I mean, in the films from that's what I've seen. also kind of like a big. I know a big problem you have is because uh, yeah, you it, know the Norse mythology, I, and, and that's, that's what you're. Like, I, that's what you're basing yeah, it yeah, on. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Like it might just be me expecting a more uh, grizzled, more because I mean, in in Norse myth, you know, Odin is more. Um, he's kind of a trickster esque character in him of himself. He's like, a real cunt. He he's a real cunt. He's a con man esque type character who will fuck you out of things whereas literally um, yeah yeah whereas in um, marvel versions very you know way um, toned down the 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 wise he's a wise mentor, leader, you know, yeah. leader leader character he's kind um, of a dick though but he's definitely not like uh but like even him sending thor away he's like you know she's uh his wife frigga is like oh well he's got a reason for it he had a plan to you know and that was what he was intending to teach him humility and teach him right. strength and it was, like, it was so, all for the better. It yeah. Was, yeah. Um, um, and I, and Anthony Hopkins would bad. I guess I just think of him too as kind of never a physically imposing person. Like, which, you know, yeah, like, he's not really supposed to be at that point though. Yeah. And he's supposed to be weaker and, and rewatching it. I kind of picked up on that a little more than I had last time that him just living so long, he had needed to go and re refresh himself through like, that Odin sleep. And a lot a lot more frequently than yeah, he, used he to. has been. Yeah. Um. So that that pull off, and and like I said, I don't, I don't hate him as as Odin in the series. It's just, I don't know. If something about it feels like an odd choice to me, and and it's probably just my uh, your predilections to what Odin should be or shouldn't be. What was the one? So the next one it would be uh, probably uh, after, Guardians. No, it's uh, I believe so, yeah Captain America. America Winter Soldier. Which, Fantastic movie. Yeah, which, it was my favorite until Guardians of the Galaxy. I still probably hold Captain America. Winter Soldier is my favorite film of the series. And see, that's where you, it's kind of hard, though, because like they're two completely different yeah, movies, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, I think that's generally most people, the general consensus between, for most people, it's either Iron Man, Winter Soldier, or Guardians of the Galaxy tends to be most people. And yeah. Avengers. And it tends to be people's most yeah. favorite movies. I think it's, too, it's what you're looking in for the entertainment at the time. I mean... Like me sitting with my kids, I'm gonna watch Guardians of the Galaxy, and they're gonna enjoy it, and it's gonna be funny, and it's entertaining visually, and it's got witty jokes and things it's, like that. It, Guardians of the Galaxy has a lot of heart. Where Captain America: uh, Winter Soldier has a lot more, um, I guess, depth with like the political conversation and the referencing of what America is today, as opposed to what it was, and some some things like that that I found really interesting to see. Yeah, um, and uh, like him saying, you know. Uh, talking about the fact that we've got they're putting up guns all over the world to kind of keep everyone in check and he's like that's that's not how we do it. we shouldn't do it through fear you know kind of thing and um, so that kind of conversation is really interesting in that film and I, I like it quite a bit and there's some pretty cool action definitely definitely um, some good action and uh, uh, and Bucky is a character we've seen 
fleshed out somewhat in the previous movie. So yeah, it but makes we're him get, we get him a little bit in a lot of uh, a lot of movies now. Yeah. So we get him more and more fleshed out each time we see him. Mm-hmm. Which whenever and he eventually takes over for Captain America, that's whenever it's going to be the, that's the big yeah, payoff. Yeah. Um, yeah, that movie, the, uh, Winter Soldier, is fantastic. I mean, yeah. there's, I, I, there really is nothing wrong with that movie, as far as I can really think. <laughs> uh, um, uh, what uh, the, the um, can't think of his name. He's the asshole in Iron Man too, but Hail Hydra. Oh, Gary Shandling. His face looks like a fish. Um, it did look like a fish. He's dead now. Oh. But yeah, he but did. I'll, yeah. I'll still bad man. Homeboy had some surgery, I think. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, no. Um, the Russo brothers, like somebody asked him, like, did you just make this movie so you can make Gary Shandling and, and uh, Robert Redford say Hail Hydra? And they're like, yes, yeah. Totally. That's exactly why we did this. Um, but yeah, I mean, and I, I really enjoy that. And I, I it, they pay off when working on Civil War too. Um, I, I really like the way they've they've handled Captain America with those two. Yeah, they they've brought Captain America into his own. Like mm. he feels like a properly fleshed out character now. That way, when he does die in Infinity War, that's I mean, I imagine that's he's gonna die. It's he's got to. I assume we're gonna lose. Uh, a, a, I assume we're gonna lose Iron Man and, uh, and Captain and Captain America. Um, yeah, because. I think, well, Chris Hemsworth's got no other things going on, so I'm sure he'll be fine to be around, and I don't know really how you would replace him very easily as Thor. Um, they could go with what they did in the comics, Jane Foster takes over. Yeah, I don't I don't see that really, especially not the Jane Foster of uh, Natalie Portman, I don't really see that happening. They might have to, they might have to re, uh, not necessarily recast, but just a new character in the same place. It. And, you know, do what they reference, you know, the fact that originally in the comics it's whoever holds the... It, it Milner is Thor, and like Donald Blake is the uh, he's just a doctor who has a staff that gives him the power of Thor and turns into they Milner. could, um, um, so they could introduce some version of that. But a lot of I, people are under the impression that Thor is going to die in Ragnarok, no, and you know, because he's in Infinity War, oh, uh, yeah, I guess so. Um, yeah, it's kind of that's kind of the boner killer there, too. It's like we know, like, Thor will make it through, Hulk will make it through, yeah, because. There's They're both movie, in, yeah. Uh, but most people assume Thor will die in uh, Infinity War. Like, you, I don't imagine they're going to kill off Thor, Cap, and, Cap and Iron Man. Yeah. I mean, they could, it could always be Thor and Captain America or Thor and Iron Man. I, yeah. I, I, I am almost I mean, 100% positive it's going to be definitely... Iron Man and Cap. Yeah, I mean, I they can get rid of a few people, and I mean, they can replace Captain with Iron uh, with Bucky. They can uh, get rid of Thor and Iron Man and replace them with Doctor Strange and uh, like Ant Man and uh, or Black Panther and a couple characters like that that they've started to introduce in in Phase Two. They can also bring that kid back in uh, from Iron Man Three. Yeah, to take the place of Iron Man. Yeah, they they should do that. <laughs> I wouldn't. I mean, no, he would be no, older um, now. I mean, they could bring in Ironheart since it's a newer character. Riri, yeah. Um, I call her Riri. I'm pretty sure it's Riri, but it's like I call her Riri because it's way more fun to say. Um, they could bring that in just to try to sell their newer stories. Yeah, and get and I as much as I hate saying it, but like di- more diversity. Yeah, yeah. I mean, a uh, female uh, African American lead. Yeah, yeah. Which uh, wouldn't be bad. I I think. I just I hate there's gonna be a ton of fan black backlash. I don't know if they'll want to do it. Yeah, I mean because which I'm totally for it, 
but I also see where sometimes it, it can seem over or heavy handed when they absolutely do it. yeah uh, Arrow season six no <laughs> I was talking to a uh, guy at work was griping about um, how heavy handed they were with uh, the the gay uh, relationship yeah and it, also with um, it, it, it the weird. gun control episode and some yeah things that like was that, a bit where they were they were but there was um they didn't do it the best whereas like in flash it's done well it was weird though is it did like it, it, first couple times like okay they're just i mean they're yeah they did it it's fine that's yeah. that's cool but then like it's very like constantly i gotta go call my boyfriend I, oh and it's I not like yeah it's not like saying we're you know oh god yeah. they shouldn't do it it's, it's, yeah it's like from a writing standpoint yeah. they should do it just because, in general because like it, I, it, I have to go talk to my wife yeah every i, I don't make it a point i was like I gotta go talk to Michelle. Yeah, I got, you know. say your name. They know who she is yeah. or he, who he is. Um, my boyfriend. Uh, I hope this doesn't hurt my relationship. Uh, and it might again, as well look at the camera yeah. and wink when he says yeah, that. Yeah, it's it's just heavy handed. Uh, definitely for them having diverse characters. And, uh, but sometimes gay, it does come off as uh, and like and it's the same way with um, uh, Sarah Lance. She she has to kiss every single chick that's just in, to show that she's sh- to remind everyone bisexual. It's like, um, we get it. It's fine. And there's uh, also yeah. that thing that was that a lot of people were like, they wanted like, to make Captain America gay. Yeah, with Bucky. And I was like, no, don't do that. And it's not yeah. because like Captain America's not gay. It's not that. It's the fact that nothing has been shown in the movies that show that he's gay. Or he's been with women. He's kissed women. He, he there's pursued women. Yeah, which I get, you can make them bisexual, but as soon as you do that, then you have people who are like, oh, you're only doing it to get the, you know. Yeah, you're just you're, you're doing pandering this, at that point yeah, instead of it, so it's, it being if part you of the want character to, story. When you introduced uh, Captain Marvel, mm-hmm. she can be a lesbian. Yeah. Just introduce her as that. Don't, yeah. not, don't like have her come on like, I love the fuck women, <laughs> yeah. you know, but like, yeah. Yeah, she's just, just a gay character yeah. and, and don't harp on it. And that's, that's, um, which I think is, uh, I guess a lot of people prejudicial type issue with that is like, I have no problem with a person being gay, but you don't have to rub my face in it all day. Like, I don't necessarily, like if someone comes around going, Hey Joe, how are you? You're a fucking cartoon character. Like, I don't, I don't care if you're a feminine or you are gay, but if a woman talked to me like that, I'd be like, I like, what's wrong with you? Are you, you know, okay. Are you, you having a stroke? Go away. Like, it's um, some of but that. Yeah, it's so definitely it's, something they can they could do, but they don't have to. Yeah, be. there's there's no no point. No. So I mean, um, yeah, if they could do it where it didn't seem heavy handed or where they they felt. Um, That's why I, initially I thought the kid Ty Simpkin was the actor's name, the little kid that played in Iron yeah, Man Three. Yeah. Uh, have him play. Um, the next Iron Man, because about this time he would be probably what eighteen, nineteen. Have him take, which most there'd be people who are pissed off about that too, because yeah. it'd be whitewashing a role. Yeah. Um, but have him take on a similar role where he's he remembers him. We've already established that kid, and we understand yeah, that yeah, yeah. that Tony had feelings for the kid, like he yeah. he, he cared about the kid. Yeah. So and he uh, was showing him how to tinker with some stuff. So then you, it um, makes sense that he'd make, be like the... He might involve himself into the science field or something like that. But, um, yeah, I mean, they have they have a slew of characters they can fill those roles with. So I don't think we're going to miss out a ton. I mean, we might lose those Easily Captain characters. America. Captain America is easily taken up by Bucky. We know yeah. that. But, like, Iron Man's a bit more difficult to to, yeah, to think, have somebody take on the role. And I think they might put Doctor Strange as the, the lead... Uh, guy um in that i don't know because i mean benedict Cumberbatch is one of the the better known actors and higher paid actors i would assume of the group 
You think he'll take the lead? Just and his that? story arc initially is similar to Iron Man in that he's similar. Well, I mean, I didn't want to go exact, but it, it is. Oh, I was like, they just cocky, carbon copied it. Cocky, top of their field, you know, has a injury or issue that makes them have to rethink what they Some were. Some sort of terrible were, accident or incident. Which that's, I mean, that's a lot of. That's a lot of character superhero. Trope, yeah. yeah, it's but like um, it was yeah, it's pretty, in the same. But I was universe, just saying, like even and, the and, same fucking goatee. And to, and to, yeah, they joke about it in the comics, like facial hair, bros. Um, but uh. The uh, Doctor Strange too is, is a a head uh, main character. You know, it's usually him, Reed Richards, uh, Tony Stark. They were in the Illuminati, and uh, yeah, and uh, Charles Xavier and stuff like that. They're usually the the main head groups of people. So I could see Doctor Strange, especially since he's a high paid, well known, good actor um, who has more power than a lot of those characters. Um, especially fucking Hawkeye, um, <laughs> that he and he'll probably survive. Yeah, he'll survive. Are. But uh, you know that he could probably ban them where they're gonna go. Like, well, the dude can open a portal to wherever we want to go in the world, and you know, he, dude's got some some pull. Um, yeah, to where I could see them following him and it be where they're going with that kind of concept. Um, two, we're probably gonna see Adam Warlock, so we don't know if he might be involved a little more. We won't see him till Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. Volume Three. Uh, well, I assumed he might have been involved in Infinity War because it seemed like he had the other stone in his head. Because the other stone's yellow, and his head was yellow and glowing at the end of his head wasn't Volume even two. in the end. Well, the top of the the cocoon. Sphinx, the cocoon that he was in was right. Yeah, it's yellow. the uh, soul soul stone or whatever yeah, which would which is they, i in turn would be giving life they need it way, but, uh and i think that they'll get that they'll get it but adam warlock himself apparently according to uh, kevin feige he will himself not, won't actually will not it. be uh, in there until volume three and the most likely thing is that he'll end up being the villain villain for that one and then eventually turn turn good it's just i i assumed he might have been in there since he's a pivotal role in infinity or in the story a little bit um but yeah uh so guardians of the galaxy is next one uh, i love that movie that movie is <laughs> damn near perfect i i absolutely adore that movie I, I honestly can't find anything any fault with the movie it has so much heart um what I, know, I was just trying to think. Oh, the aliens are humanoid. Well, that's annoying. But um, only think, to you. I'm sure there's someone else who finds it frustrating. But uh, I just I didn't like that. I mean, I like. Uh, I, it always bugs me when all the the species of different alien and different universes and different galaxies all look just like humans with very very base characteristic changes like longer ears or an extra finger or a different skin tone it bothers me in any sci-fi movie i, I watch where it's like that just because i don't feel that they would all look your like life fun. must just be just not just joyless it is, it is. now um no <laughs> no i just it, it it's it's not something that takes me out of the movie to where i i dislike the movie because of it it's just a kind of pet peeve where I would have enjoyed seeing 
more creatively diverse creatures if I'm going to be taken across the galaxy to different universes. See, what I always took I, this as was more of a, which an homage I, yeah, to... We, we saw that, the homage to like, a lot of the like, Star Trek was, and things like that. It was created, like, it was... Uh, it yeah. was in that time, and yeah. So and I understand was... the comics. It's, I mean, you look at the, like the 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 Cree, uh, um, Cree, and things like that. They they are all bipedal humanoid um, creatures, and uh, and and I get that. It's just to me like one of the things I enjoy about like say Star Wars or something. You know, you see a big fucking you know six legged creature fighting you for water or something. The first you that you see a lot of diverse odd you know creatures which i find enjoyable because not everything's gonna have the exact same genetic structure and you know different galaxies different worlds are gonna evolve differently and so it, it takes me out of it a little bit to see everyone look like a painted person but it's not that wasn't as i was saying too i think they they kind of leave gamora as not uh you know having as much weight as i feel like she should um, like they kind of build her up as being like Thanos' kid, this assassin, all this kind of stuff, and she really doesn't advance the plot much with the love. She's the one that pulls, makes Peter become a better person. He becomes a whole person because of her. How though? Like, I mean, she's the one that teaches him, that helps teach him that teamwork I, is what's necessary. They they all help build each other up. That's what the, I mean, I all suppose, the roles are. That the roles are to make each other... has a, I I feel like, a a decent, you know, little story arc there part where him and uh, Rocket kind of have some conversation. Uh, Peter and, um... uh, Drax. No, uh, I was going to say, uh... Oh, Mary Poppins. What's his name? Uh, Yondu. Yondu. They have kind of an interesting uh, storyline there with them. Drax... Uh, has a little bit of an arc about you know him his family being killed and things like that, but Gamora just kind of seems really. Oh, well, that was the same thing. I she guess, was taken from her family. I know she just seems right. kind of um, where they just made her very one sided. I guess I didn't see that. Whereas even like I guess Guardians of the Galaxy two Drax, you know, you see him kind of changing a little bit. You see Gamora having emotional feelings a little bit for Peter. Um, but it's still it's it's kind of a love interest story, which seems kind of cliche for. It's more the see the see again. That's it's not not I. It's, not and, and it's been a while since I watched it, so I might. Volume might two believe. was more of like them trying to keep the family together, trying to keep Peter with them because he was so focused on I finally have my father. Yeah, so they're yeah. trying to prove that you've always had this yeah, family. Yeah, um, and and it's and I, I I like Guardians of the Galaxy quite a bit. Really, I mean it's it's one of my higher up movies i i enjoy in the series um yeah i don't really have any major issues with it i just uh, i guess i just feel like there could have been it's again it's one of those issues where you have you know several characters you're kind of trying to introduce and you really want your lead to have the most compelling kind of arc there um and they don't do a bad job uh, in introducing She's everyone. also the one that gets them to the Collector. She's also the one that talks them into taking the uh, Infinity Stone to the Nova Corps. Yeah, that's because she's a badass assassin lady and has resources. But I was just saying, like, I, I guess emotional development, I don't see a ton except for kind of falling for Peter. She didn't really fall for Peter, though. And want to uh, get rid of, uh, you know... Ronan. Ronan. 
Um, yeah, she wants to give her a run, but I mean, that's... I, mean, I don't know. I just didn't... I guess I didn't feel like... Someone's been an assassin killing people for all these years. And then just like Peter and she's like, oh, I'm a good person now. Well, wasn't necessarily that. <laughs> it was... Yeah. They had common interest, and then over time, they both... They yeah, all... they, they, familiarity breeds uh, attachment. Oh, uh, what was the next... Uh, Ant-Man? Um, no. It is... Avengers, and then Ant-Man. Oh. Age Avengers, Age of Ultron. I, 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 I can't really say a whole lot about this movie. I didn't like it that much. It was fine. Yeah. I it wasn't bad. It wasn't great. It was fine. Yeah. It was... Uh, James Spader was the star for me. Like, And... I like uh, Ultron, and I think Spader was a it was an odd choice that works well in a lot of instances, and also is weird to me. Like I like that um, I like Spader as Ultron, just the way he voices himself, the way his, his cadence, his, his and, cadence his, and characteristics, and they it's, also put a lot of Spader's personality yeah, and characteristics into and, and you can see that and that's like how he, when I, he talks he shakes his head yeah yeah and i i like that really well and it made me uh like uh ultron's character but i think and i don't know if maybe it's just because i'm used to a android being robotic to a certain extent or even if they have emotion but he had so much life in him yeah like even if they have emotion it's it's still based within logic and rationale or they handle the emotion too harshly because they've never dealt with it before and it's usually one of those two extremes where they're either too robotic where he just seemed extremely lifelike like he was just this hey i'm i'm quippy that was kind of the point of him too and he's supposed to be more advanced and everything and and that's why i said it was like based on alien tech anyways it it works really well and i like it but it also made me feel like he wasn't logical or ruthless enough to where i would have expected like he seemed so laid back and so much like you could reason with this guy and be like no no listen man this is what but you couldn't reason with him he was still a robot he still saw because he was going by his prime directive which was to protect the world as his he was going to stop at nothing to rid the world of people yeah which was the issue with what causes harm to the world but yeah, and I mean, and I, I get that. And like I said, I like his performance, and it's good, and it, it's interesting. It's definitely interesting to watch. Um, but it, it also was kind of uh, just, there was parts where it just felt like it was almost too quippy or, or like um, almost comical. Not comical, but um, just a laid back. It was just like Spader walking around. It's also, I mean, he is and, based off the personality of Tony Stark. Yeah, yeah, and 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 like I said, it it's it's good. I don't hate it, but it also, and it might have been my uh, when my first watching it, I I wasn't really sure on it, and then watching it again, I kind of liked it a little better. But it was, it's still kind of where I question whether or not I like that portrayal or whether or not because if it was completely robotic, it wouldn't be good. Yeah. And if it was completely overarching, like <sighs> villainy, it wouldn't have, uh, it wouldn't be as interesting either or compelling of a character. So it's like, what it is is better than those alternatives, but I'm not sure I still like what it is. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's right. it's better than what I'm saying. Like I think I'm used to it being, 
but I don't know that necessarily Spader's version of it is necessarily where I felt was the best option either. Like his, his character. I mean, it's good and he works. I like Spader, but yeah, I just, I don't know if maybe another actor stepping into it would have meshed better with me or with Ultron to me or not. I don't know. I'd have to, I won't know because no one else is going to play him. So, um, so for who they picked, it worked better than the uh, "I am Android, I hate humans" or emotions. So, of those two other opposites, it's better. Like I said, I mean, the movie and it's some I hadn't seen before. You know, I hadn't seen a, a you know that version, so yeah. it's good. But it's just I don't know. Some about Spader is a, as a, a android. I guess I just didn't seem as threatening, right? Because of how I, he was. I I disagree. Um, <laughs> uh, the discussions for me. <laughs> if we agreed on everything, this wouldn't be entertaining. <laughs> I uh, I thought the movie. Was... Yes. Yeah, there was like uh, the love story between uh, Black Widow and my voice dropped an octave there. The my fuck ball, was that? <laughs> my, my balls just Your dropped. Your balls drop? You guys just witnessed What the... happened? Your balls <laughs> drop off? <laughs> <coughs> that was a very bad Joker impression. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, I didn't like the Black Widow Hulk relationship was, it, was kind of, it wasn't I, bad i had no beef with that yeah, it, it, it was it was almost out of nowhere and yeah. then black it widow was, got was, turned into a damsel in distress yeah it was kind of an odd team up which it wasn't bad like it was kind of more interesting than if she just like liked captain america or thor yeah um that she went for hulk yeah um which was somebody who was equally damaged yeah no way. yeah and and that wasn't bad i liked seeing hawkeye's family yeah. I liked seeing uh, Nick Fury in there. I liked seeing his, uh, Hawkeye give the kind of a uh, speech to Scarlet, Scarlet Witch. Yeah, the, the meta joke of like, yeah, none of this makes sense. I'm a dude with an arrow. I shouldn't be here. And I'm uh, shooting robots out of the sky <laughs> from, a far, from a flying island in the sky. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, yeah it was... That was... And um, the visuals were good. And um, Cap was interesting. It was Iron a Man middling was interesting, movie. But they didn't... Um, but yeah, it was it was just you know carry us on to the next thing, and it just didn't really seem like it had huge gravitas of like character development. Like the first one where they're all meeting each other and they're arguing and having those conversations. Yeah, real. That was that was interesting this to watch. This seemed like a. All right, this is let's it, get us to civil war. Yeah, it was it was uh, the the movie had a bunch of uh, motion to it where it didn't really stop and have those conversations like. I felt like, but um, I think seeing them all at their party at a uh, Tony Stark's was, was interesting. Uh, it was cool to watch. Um, yeah, I mean, they, I had a lot of cool, good scenes, but yeah, it just none of nothing really popped out. Uh, that was way different or something that was uh just you know as exciting to see as like the first meeting in Avengers or or that was uh conversationally interesting as some of the stuff in the first Avengers and things like that, but it was good. Yeah, it was I mean, good. It, was just, I don't it wasn't, it. but wasn't not, as not the most solid of all. Ant-Man. Uh, Ant-Man. Finish on phase two. Uh, um, I, I, I didn't like it the first time. Didn't? I, I really did not like it at all, but upon second and third watching of it, really enjoy it. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. 
Yeah, it's a lot of fun, and it was. Um, it wasn't. I, it, I, it had no connect, almost no connective tissue to the rest of the movies. Yeah. Except for whenever he has to go to the new Avengers uh, institution okay. or whatever yeah, yeah. it is, um, headquarters. It, that was cool, but even that, I mean, the rest of it was just like its own movie, and I kind of missed that. I miss there being yeah. movies that are just movies. And I loved, I loved that they they changed up the theme to where it wasn't an action adventure spectacle necessarily. It was it was a heist movie for part of it yeah you know it was like we're all gonna get together this team we're gonna we're gonna go in we're gonna grab this and i really liked that kind of layout of it it was it was cool and it, it made it um thematically different than and the rest even of the series like all the final fight like where they would go and yeah. change from like it would show them uh, you know up close and fight yeah. and then it would pan out and start the little world times with like little sparks and shit yeah. flying up it was it was a really clever movie really funny yeah. uh michael pena was a fucking godsend to that yeah. movie yeah. Um, I wasn't. Uh, I wasn't oh, I, I need to do this too because I haven't done this since we did our uh, Carnage episode where we talked about who should play Carnage. Yeah, I know who should play Carnage, and I didn't say it in that episode because it didn't pop into my head till later. I know who it should be. He's a guy who's an Ant Man. That's what reminded me. Uh, it's the guy that plays like the Russian dude in Ant Man. David Desmolchin is the actor's name. He played in Dark Knight as uh, Shiv Thomas. Uh, the guy that uh, Harvey Dent interrogates in the alley. He kidnaps him in the ambulance. Okay. That yeah. guy. That's who I think should play. The fact that I had to describe that to you kind of kills my like momentum. But yeah. <laughs> uh, he's a fantastic. He plays crazy really well. He's kind of he has a look of you know he could play the character. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. All right. Okay. Uh, I, I get who you're talking about now. Yeah. It'd be interesting, I guess. And also, I think it'd be kind of cool to have a relative unknown to play. He's not unknown. Like he's been in yeah. the Flash. He's been in Gotham. He's been in Dark Knight, yeah. Ant Man. But. Um, but the anime, uh, Paul Rudd was uh, at first. I thought it was a weird choice. Yeah, but it worked out really well. Yeah, my and initial choice actually, I thought uh, Jason Bateman should have played. Yeah. Um, well, that's how I thought they were doing Hank Pym, but um, yeah. And and too, uh, he plays off great in Civil War and stuff. Like he filling up Cap's arms and shit. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, but it, just, it, you know, it, but yeah. And after watching it, I was just like. I was like, there's no way else could have played this role. Yeah, Paul yeah. Rudd was it. That it was the only person. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I, I liked it. I enjoyed it a lot more. It's <laughs> Here's of... your shield, Captain America. Yeah, like... yeah. <laughs> he's. I love when he gets big and he's like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> see, all the blood just rushed all kinds of weird in my system. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I I liked. Uh, I definitely like him. And Ant Man, along with probably Guardians of the Galaxy and maybe Iron Man One, are ones that like. I'll rewatch without having to watch it in sequence or anything no. You like can that. watch them just like I feel and, like watching Ant Man today. I feel like watching yeah, Guardians today. Yeah, yeah. and because they can, they stand on their own and and they're enjoyable in that that sense. And uh, yeah, and yeah. and then we got the last one, which is Civil War. Well, no. What was the last one? Well, that that's into Phase Two. I was at the end and then you got Civil War, Doctor Strange, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two, and Spider Man Homecoming. And we've watched. Uh, we should probably, I guess, yeah, then yeah. we should wait until <laughs> next time. Next time know. to talk about that because we're cutting into well sleeping time because it's five o'clock in the morning, and we've been at this for an hour and a half. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, I think uh, next time we'll we'll kick off from the end of Phase Two on. So um. 
until next time, I'm Jake. Joe. What are we talking about? 